Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, full cow do I start this? This is block party. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna call it. Good man. We are sitting here on the on the, the road that's beside the runway of, Dun- of Dublin Airport. I'm here with a very good friend, Jay Pierce. What's up, man? What's going on, bud? <laughs> <laughs> Already mental blocks being thrown up. Yeah. Fuck, and we're after being chatting like fuck there. But uh, what's going on, you? How are you feeling? Uh, not bad this evening, yeah. Uh, Friday night is usually the night I take the kids. I do something with them. But uh, I wanted to come up and spend some quality time with my friend Adam, you know? That's it. <laughs> we're up here drinking zero zeros, Balticas. <laughs> the 0.5 actually is just thinking you'd have to have nine bottles to be the equivalent of a 4.5 percent yeah. regular nine bottles that taste like sack <laughs> <laughs> so weird oh fuck on the zero zeros it's the first of october and i'm doing sober october me too why are you doing it uh, the body needs a rest and more so the mind mm. you know yeah um I've had enough parties to do me a lifetime in the past six, seven weeks. So, uh, yeah, you need to give the body and the mind a rest and try and get back down something positive, you know? I was thinking about it. I was only telling you there a minute ago. I went, I blacked out for like, like proper blacked out last Friday, this time last week, for the first time ever. I've been drinking since I'm about 14. And, you know, you think, you, your memory goes to show it when you're locked. But you'll have a few little flashbacks, a few little snapshots of the night. But I mean, gone, erased. I was, I was basically dead, and just woke Fuck. up at four o'clock in the morning. I could could not remember a thing. One of the last things I remember is being down the jolly with one of the lads, and kind of just hugging each other, locked. And next thing, bang, into the side of the head. I got a smack <laughs> of the ground. <laughs> The carpet. Yeah, bounced off the carpet. And it was like such a shock that it happened. And I, like, like having to get back up off the ground in the middle of a crowded pub, there was a confirmation all on in the corner. (laughs) And uh, that was one of the last things I remember. Another bad move was uh, the fucking card machine wasn't working behind the bar, so I had to go into the off to get cash back. So I had to buy one thing, bought one bottle of Blue Wicket just to send a, a video to Rob of me down, and I slaughtered it once up. That just added it added to the whole fucking blur. Oh, it was horrible. I haven't been properly drunk like that since I was 18. Really? Yeah. You never go that far? No, not that I never go that far. I do go that far, but I have that. I don't just I wouldn't just drink, you know what I mean? So like I'd be doing doing something to counteract the, the drunkness. <laughs> no, you, know, you know what I mean? And partying and mm. all that and they never kinda take into account what um, how many drinks I've had. But when I was eighteen, it was me actually my eighteenth birthday, I can remember standing in looking in the window of Luigi's in Fingless Village and just about to order something. And or to say it to the person in there to get me whatever, and I can just remember the, my vision going sideways of Luigi's, and <laughs> I was on the ground as well. But I was at the having a rake of aftershocks, and uh, just, it just, they just all hit me at once, I think. And uh, like again, just drinking that night, completely fucking banjoed. I woke up down halfway down the side of my bed, 
all sweaty <laughs> just feeling disgusting <laughs> fuck man it's like sometimes I think how the fuck do we get away with it like our brains have some type of home and pigeon type autopilot going on that gets us fucking home yeah I can remember that time uh, Barry me mate walking me home but like he literally just had his hands on either shoulder <laughs> and he let the he just stared at you yeah he stared at me that's exactly it like I knew where I was going but he was just keeping me from falling because it was bad another time I blacked out I was driving a motorbike <laughs> honestly I was with uh, the lads from Longford over in Vietnam and so I gone I was only there a while I was only there about five or six months I'd say um, Jade was at home didn't go out that night and I was out with this fella um, Danny Balloon and I christened him that's his name Balloon Hands yeah um, Danny Schwerdlick his name is fuck he could actually be listening to this Schwerdlick yeah he's fucking sound he is. <laughs> he's from Chicago but um, he was fucking mad for balloons like every few minutes every time he was out he'd come up the road with two balloons in each hand so he's called Danny Balloon Hands and the balloons with the gas in yeah, them they get yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. he's mad for them fuck don't, he gave me one of them balloons before I have to ask him about this story we were sitting in this pub called Bread and Bar we are sitting on the stool and I went fuck it I'm going to get over on this thing <laughs> it was like a beach ball big huge motherfucker took a big hoof held it in uh, exhaled another big one Next thing, I was sitting on the still. Like I just remember going wow, wow, wow into this fucking <laughs> dimension. Next thing, I was, I was th- sitting on the still. I was on, and we made Jamie Flankford came over, and he was like, "Adam, what's the story, man? You all right?" I was like, "Yeah, grand. What's up? Like, well, you all right? You all right?" And he was <laughs> like, sketchy. "Adam, you're after bouncing off the ground here. You went through them two tables of drink. I looked down, there was gargling <laughs> glass everywhere. He was like, "You hit your head off the ground." I was like, "No, I didn't. Didn't do that. Grand, I am." fucking just got that pure paranoid embarrassment the fucking uh, bar owner came over she's like Adam are you okay I was like yeah I'm grand just uh, can I get the bill there <laughs> just wanted to get up the road and the bar owner knew your first name as well yeah she yeah, to yeah. Be there that was the little frequently. local mm. but got up the road and it's just like whoa I was, I was saying to Jamie was that but he was like yeah that was bad man but fuck it we're out here it's all good <laughs> he was like them balloons man they're bad old news and I um, I never done it again and <laughs> At our leaving party, my cousin Sean done one, <laughs> but I didn't even know. I was looking at lads at the bar, and they were looking at me, but I just seen their faces looking to the side and their eyes opening, going, whoa, like something was happening <laughs> beside me. Before I turned, and there was nothing there. I just felt something bouncing off my leg. It was Sean. He was about to hit the deck, but oh, hit, his head hit me like the side of my knee. Ah, oh, the bad news, them things. Yeah, they just yeah. knock everything off. Like You have to be lying down for them. They're all mad for them. You do see them little capsules everywhere yeah, now, them yeah. silver yokes. You know? Seeing a bag full of them in Blanche there the other morning. No, it's fucking mad. It's like years ago when all the lads used to do with the fucking. The, no, the. What do you call it? No, air fresheners and all. Solvent. Yeah. Solvent, yeah. yeah. You're sitting in the schools and all. No, before Never the, done it. Before them rains went up, you used to go in to the school and play football and. Uh, the lads would be all sitting there you wouldn't know half of them but they'd be sitting there and be all dribbling and fucking dribbling all over one another Fuck. doing them things it's just like oxygen deprivation or something isn't oh. it like just whacking brain cells but here on, on the fucking motorbike the last time I blacked out I was drinking with Jamie and all the boys from Longford and their little gaff and Danny Balloon Hands came in I was on the couch asleep I came back early do you know what he was after giving me a fucking Xanax while we were out and I couldn't handle it I was locked falling all over the place not that he gave it to me I fucking took it like he had he was taking when I took him 
went back I was on their little fuck they had like a little you know them little lie down bed things on their couch I was like out cold he came back woke me up it was about 5 in the morning had a can and I was like right I have to get the fuck out here he was like you want another one of these took like another fucking D10 or something walking out the door to get on my bike driving home all over the place trying to use my phone like morning traffic fucking kids going to school and all I'm a big fucking dopey foreigner trying to to prove to yourself you could do several things at once and you weren't as bad as you were then just woke up in a shop looking at me bike on its side out on the road around the Vietnamese (laughs) family it wasn't even a shop it was just like that fucking gaff and none of them were happy I was like I'm okay I'm okay got it together and got home had fucking like road rash all over me nothing was this when you were on the top 43rd floor like yeah, that was the first oh, place man. we were in. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Mad. That's some trick. Even when you get home, you still have to go up to that top floor. Yeah, there's a lift. Like. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm not saying you're taking the stairs, but being up that high, that stone and that lift. Yeah, I, you just get fucking used to it, that type thing, you know. Yeah, fucking dodgy, though. Yeah. When we staying firmly on the ground. Looking over the balcony, you get that weird pull of the void type mad temptation, you know what I mean? Day. It's fucking sketchy. Here there was a, a video going around the other day. I'll show it to you after the podcast if you want, but it's grim of a, a severed head in, in a, a lane. Uh, not not in the jail in a in Nicaragua, did you see that? No. Whatever the fuck it is no. over there in South America, there's a jail that they're being took over and there's like sixteen uh, sixteen hundred and sixty six injured. Six six fellas got decapitated. And the, the videos going around and the fellas chanting with all the heads and the hand and they're just leathering the dead bodies with fucking uh, with big machetes and all. Two other gangs in the jail. Just butchering them. Wonder how heavy his severed head is. Q stick. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Me and you, we both extending. Yeah. Well, we'll be carrying them. <laughs> exactly. Fuck. Kick my head down the road. Have a sore foot. It'd be like when you fill up a football with rocks years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah but in Saigon some, some fella had a like some kind of mafia fella had a dispute with a little kind of shopkeeper but he was kind of half mafia just came down with a samurai sword whoa what the hell was that it's not open is it no no it's all good I was just on the phone there he came down with a fucking samurai sword and cut his head off and just like loads of people standing in the lane one fella's recording it's just weird looking at a head and it's like facing the fucking neck hole kind of, and you can just I was just looking at it going Fuck, did he know that was his last little haircut? Yeah, we think the, the amount of stuff you see in films and all now, like, and, and that goes around on phones, mm. you don't be as shocked by it. Whereas, mm. if I, I suppose if, you, if, if you're walking up the street and saw it firsthand, that'd have a bit of an effect on you. Desensitised, <laughs> isn't yeah, it? Very much so, in a lot of ways. Like when all them fucking banned from TV and all them. Like fucking rotten.com or gore.com, yeah. It always gave me a weird, horrible knot in my stomach, nearly like being hungry or something. A in, horrible feeling in Vaz's computer class. <laughs> he used to take the computer that faced away from where he yeah, sat, yeah, so yeah. There was three of them, yeah. so he could go on to that, um, yeah. What was it? Go Straight on to comfiesta.com. <laughs> Oh, when someone left that desk, stick it on them and then call yeah, the sword down yeah. to ask them something. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Just sit there and let it happen. He's seen it a million times. He became desensitised yeah. at the start. He'd go mad. Yeah, well, he's probably doing a lot of bullshit, to be fair. <laughs> Do you remember them sites like uh, lemonparty.org or my lazy Sundays? He couldn't get it off. I remember seeing him go mad having the plugged computer out. A load of elfless sucking each other off on the fucking screen. 
Oh, it's brilliant. And once one person cracked and started laughing, like, yeah. he never broke down the court. He always had that same face on. Yeah, yeah, jeez, he was fucking well fucking trained, wasn't he? He was disciplined to fuck. <laughs> on his big mad bike. Batman, Vaz. Batman, yeah, <laughs> Vaz ass. Mr. Fitzpatrick, was it? Yeah. Fucking prick. I <laughs> was alright, he wasn't the worst, I suppose. No, no, he was alright. Small doses, once a week, computers, that was enough. Did you enjoy school? Did you enjoy Benevin? No, not particularly at all. Uh, just got on with it. Um, I was in class, I was in a class with a good few of my mates from outside school, and uh, like, you know, stay and be my cousin, he was in my class well, but the majority of my friends left after I told you. So I done fifth and sixth more or less on me Todd and like anyone that I was kind of friends with, like the likes of Owen and that I suppose like I'm still good friends with all them but we weren't really in the same classes so going to school was, I don't know, was a little bit lonely in the last years you know and plus looking at all the lads out earning and making a book mm. and plus again what I wanted to do I ended up going and doing it in any way so that if, uh, looking back I felt like the two years were just a fucking waste. Yeah, is but, there a point in having your leaving? Like, it doesn't yeah, make a difference you know, now for between you and them, I suppose. But all in all, no, uh, loved primary, I think. Yeah. A, a, a lot of us that lived around Fingless and mm. and I would have, would have fond memories of, of primary and that early school, like with, like football and things like that, with my mates and the, the guard teams and all playing one another. Like great, wasn't Candice it? against Kevin's and De La Salle against fucking whatever like Fergals you know what I mean there was always something going on but then going to going to sexually I don't know just uh, changed a lot of shit and just wasn't into it it's like you're fucking going into like a prison system like a pure hierarchy obviously there was a bit of that in, in primary but it was, all, it was always a bit fucking silly like yeah it was yeah. playful but yeah in, in secondary it was kind of there was no it was rough enough yeah it was just it was sink or swim I think and look you could do good for two weeks and then if you take your eye off the ball once you're chasing it for summer exams uh, winter exams and all it was just the pain oh, I thought you gave up I was only saying the other night I couldn't get off the report could not get off the report card and I really went oh, I'm going to get off this thing watch and then Dikey Doran no matter what I would not do one thing nothing and he just give me one X yeah he always gave everybody one little X little fat cunt he always known for that if you'd done a good job in your yoke he'd give you an X for behaviour <laughs> he was a poxwell shite bag absolute <laughs> shite bag doing that to fucking doing that to people you know what I mean being on that report card was just you're yeah, just labelled aren't you that's it born out you'll never be on yeah. no I, I, I just kind of coasted through it sifted through it just like uh, I don't know just I didn't really enjoy it that's long job it was bleeding brutal yeah I hate it I'd fucking I got fucked out twice I didn't it's just fucking smoking hash and delaying every single morning on the break constantly and uh, going to going on the fucking Mitch into the pictures into town with all the fucking yeah, lads every morning same thing like that as well smoking it with, you know, on the breaks and all smoking and going back in but then like, going back in stone it was the longest three classes mm. of the fucking day yeah me first class back I'd have a freezing cold bottle of Club Orange. We used to enjoy uh, going. To, sorry, I used to. Yeah. En- I used to enjoy going to uh, the 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 classic on the break, and you were allowed smoking there at the time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, what was it, Paddy? We used to call him Frank because you used to get mixed up with Frank out of van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Paddy. Uh, Rocco was that another fella in it? Yeah. 
Paddy used to run us if he went back in skill he used to know what time we were back at right and he used to run us back over to the skill but uh, yeah he was a bit of crack but if and you get into that did you ever play in that back room it was all damp and cold and shit there was three tables yeah the it was like them tables were never really like looked after as much as the ones that were out in full view like which are hidden away and there was a little side door you could smoke out there we had fucking <laughs> bongs and all out that lane and running out taking hits coming back fucking yeah, I used to talk. Yeah, there was all there was always the same few heads at the back of the spire, wasn't there? Yeah. Smoking. Yeah. Could name few of them now, but there's no point. Nah. That's it, there's no Best left heads. unsaid. That's it. Even <laughs> though I'd you'd not you'd nearly guaranteed he wouldn't give a fuck, but it's still there's no point. Good but, times. Um, like to be fair now, like I know it didn't like the skill part of it and all and obviously the the bullshit that came with the homework and all that, but the, the times when the majority of the lads I piled with were still there and the crack was 90 some of the classes there was no even point in going to them nothing got done it was just mm. messing yeah. but um, I have a funny story actually about a particular teacher no names but one of the sores that we used to do was head in so much he used to scream at the top of his lungs <laughs> lads 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 and that droid was even more because <laughs> he was going off his rocker and he was only young <laughs> But a couple of years it after, it, fuck's sake. oh, the saw. Uh, <laughs> what was his name? Mister Henson. Protecting Mister Henson. No, nah, oh, I don't know who you're on about. You had a big long nose. Yeah, it wasn't protecting Henson. You had a bit of a nasally way of talking. I'm telling you, it's a story about what he Sorry. he done in the years after we left school. Right, fuck. So one of the lads was on a stag deal, you know, right. and seeing him, and he was on the same flight as him coming back from the stags, <laughs> and forgetting that they're not in school anymore. One of the lads decides to go and give him a bit of stick for Mister Henson, and for him on the plane and give him a solid. <laughs> Fuck off, yeah, and you got to, you got to go off the plane with the police, not. No way, yeah. yeah you have to tell me who that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was like, uh, he was like your man out uh, is a Coronation Street or Emmerdale, the big do do tall fella. Sam, yeah, yeah, Sam Dingle. Yeah, is that him? Yeah, Emmerdale? Yeah. that's who he was like. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel. Oh fuck, that's gas, isn't it? Thinking of all the fucking teachers, fuck them all. They were all melters. Ah, there was a few that was all right. They were. Mr. Hewitt was cool. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Hewitt was all right. for English. He was cool. Sound, he was guidance counsellor as well. But I just got into my head, this is uh, this is like just fucking prep for the rat race. Respond to the bell, all in our fucking uniforms. I was getting a fucking weird Orwell buzz off. I was like, I'm not fucking following these rules anymore. They're not here to teach us shit. They're teaching us how to pass the fucking test. I don't know if I was too young to think that way. I never saw it that way. Maybe, probably still don't, but I just didn't like being there. I liked... Yeah. It was a bit of laziness and a bit of, like, I don't want to do sitting in a chair writing down stuff in front of the memory I want to be out earning money like me mates instead of standing around like a prick on a Friday mm. with no money because you're still in poxy school <laughs> do you know what I mean there were some classes that were fucking deadly like you get the odd history class that was brilliant odd English class but then I think it, like the first time trigonometry was brought up in Mr. O'Hare's class I was going fuck this I will never ever need this yeah yeah fuck why am I here yeah and X plus this equals like this but in another summer me and something else ask the burning to me bollocks that's for like figuring out which way the comet's gonna come past there you know what I mean it's that type fucking shit yeah that's what I started it was interest nearly on my first couple of days because I just didn't like the vibe yeah I wanted to be back in primary <laughs> I, I was too young where did you go what was your first job my first job was when I left primary I went and got a job in Raidens doing uh, 
lounge boy no way yeah straight into the deep end yeah it was good crack it went down on a Saturday and went down on a Saturday afternoon to apply and started that night at 8 o'clock and I had like a fucking clue <laughs> because when I went up and told I went up and told everybody and my family my nanny and all my aunties uh, I'm taking a job in Raidens and they were like do you know what a flow is and I went no <laughs> and they all started Always laughing clean with seven up yeah <laughs> but uh, no I just they, they gave me a quick tutorial if you want to call it that really? and then I fucking went in eight o'clock and before long I'm taking people's orders going up the bar getting that change bringing it back and just start from there I think I lasted about about ten weeks well, before I got the bullet you got the bullet got dropped yeah well I was only 13 I was only 13 you know what I mean really? so you had to be 16 I think to walk in the pubs at the time mm. and they probably still do but uh, yeah it wasn't long about getting back on onto the fucking job scene I was walking in the Drake then when I was 14 Right. And I was doing all sorts of shifts during the week and all, and making good money in the Drake. Then he stuck me in the fucking bar in the Drake, the front part, the little small square with a load of little outlets that sat nearly at the bar. Yeah. So they didn't yeah. even need you to get their drinks, which. No money to be no, made. No tips to be made, yeah. you know what I mean? But it's just kind of you were getting your hourly rate, and that was fucking it. Poxy. But it was good in the lounge and the Drake when the bands and all were on. And like Wednesday night down there and it was busy as fuck and you had all sorts of people that you knew through your your friends your friends parents were there and they'd be sitting with a gang of their mates all on that buzz on a Wednesday and it, it was huge do you know what I mean you would have been young like, but they'd been in their fucking early 40s yeah and mm. and like some of them like you still see them now these days going out like I know everything hasn't been as normal but with everything opening back up you're starting to see the, these same folk going out and they're still in the same kind of gang so it's nice to see because they're, they're all kind of still together and that but when you were down there and you were walking among them they looked after you do you know what I mean you got tips and you got like uh, they got their mates to kind of give you tips and then the nights that the people you actually knew weren't there the people they'd introduce you to were, were kind to you then as well because they knew you through yeah you know what I mean the original people but the buzz down there during the week like on a Tuesday and a, it, Mondays and Tuesdays and Raidens were good and then Wednesdays in the Drake were brilliant like it was it was a, a, a midweek night and it was, the place was hopping you know what I mean it was great I never done it never done the. I thought about it and it fucking terrified me terrified the fuck out of me and I, like, like you I was like what's the flow thing how do I get the money what money do I have to I just was terrified of, like even simple maths I was terrified of uh, being made a fool out of over fucking something up do you know what I mean so I just yeah, couldn't fucking yeah. do it couldn't get my head around so I, I never went for it the Drake Disco Bar wasn't a big thing at the time but gradually it started to pick up you know and every now and again you'd get sent in, in there to collect a few glasses and it was great crack because like all the tunes you enjoyed and people were hopping around to them and it was all kind of younger people in there and you couldn't wait to get to their age basically you know what I mean to start frequenting the place yourself but at the, at the time, I loved walking there. Had to leave that. And then I ended up a couple of months later getting a job in the Shamrock. You reminded me of uh, of the castle. Same when you were popping into the disco bar and the Drake. Do you remember? We'd be in the castle. Like, I was only fucking young for I was only about 14 or 15. And I'd be up there with Buddy. Playing pool from about 9 o'clock in the fucking morning. With my Uncle Tony. Well, he'd be just up drinking. <laughs> but... Uh, then everyone would come in, all fucking our uncles and, and all their fucking friends and all, and be there all day playing playing fucking pill for money and all. Next thing, it was the fucking the nightclub night, 
and they'd say, right, the nightclub's fucking starting, boys, go on into the back there. We'd all go into the kitchen, sitting on like the fucking stainless steel deep fat fryers and I'll bring in the dartboard, be still like getting points brought into us, no bother, ordering from that the was, That was in the, the castle's final maddest days, wasn't it though? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, like, the, the nightclub stopped, but then it went on being a pub, like, and then it was fucking whittled out, you know? Yeah, I remember though, uh, years ago, staying in Steels, and Steels is like right at the end of the, the double cross, at the, at the end of McKelvey. Yeah. And, uh, like, you used to hear everybody coming home from the castle at mad hours of the night. And I never thought that. Fights and... But, like, you... They'd walk home. That was the plan of action. What? And that was a back road. There was no yeah, footpath on that, like... Yeah, it was I mean, you used to not even... When we were kids, you wouldn't even go up halfway up that road. But was there a foot... There was a footpath on one side all the way, a little skinny yeah, old... A little, yeah, Yeah, there was, yeah. But when we, were, when we were kids and you'd hear them all coming home, same way, instead of me nannies at the top of the road there, you used to hear the folks coming home from the Norway, mm. but they were, they were older and more... I suppose relaxed when we were kids and used to hear all these heads coming down out of the castle they're all mad bastards and then as the years went on you'd bump into all these people from different neck of the woods like people from Raffranham and you tell them you're from Finglas and they'd all ask did you did you used to go to the castle do you know the castle people used to come from far and wide from Kewlock from, from Blanche from swords it'd be like the red cow or the fucking black sheep or something yeah look but the ca- the castle was renowned for its its good nights for, for, for madness for, for, dub- for dubs like from afar from everywhere from every corner of Dublin it's apparently when Mitsubishis were flying yeah I come here like the part of me used to wish I was that bit older that I could have gone to castle all them weekends <laughs> the lads used to go they used to make it sound like the place to be oh man I remember seeing somebody we know um, he's fucking dead now I remember seeing him in a check short, a monkey hat, jeans and kickers. <laughs> a monkey hat with it like yeah, oh, I think sake. I knew you don't know if it was there. No way, do you? Yeah, fuck. It's never said it before. I just remember seeing him out it, bouncing around. I was like, yeah, <laughs> looks cool. Never fucking Jesus. Never touched the knee at that I don't point. Don't think we'd uh, don't think we'd have been as comfortable being a lounge boy up there. That place used to have some fucking lunatics in it. Yeah. So it was remember the, lad, the lads drove through it in, in motorbikes now. Motorbikes now. What, are you serious? Yeah, well, three lad, and the fella the owner Pat came through on a moped. <laughs> <laughs> he joined the lads like he's fucking mad. He people used to just walk in with their dogs and sit at the bar and all. The place was fucking nuts before it closed. Tony was telling me that he came out from behind the bar one morning and shot the poker machine with a two two rifle. <laughs> he said he was sick of fucking paying out or what somebody was after fucking cleaning him out and he just came out and shot it. Pat. Pat, yeah, little two two. Jesus <laughs> Christ! What a few bullets in it. How true it is, I don't fucking know. Do you remember it closed and it was and everyone broke into it and took all the yeah. emptied the Johnny machine. We the were, Johnny machine was full of Johnnies, but no, no, no money in it. I <laughs> know oh, who got it. Who got all the Johnnies and all the money, all the all the euro <laughs> coins. No way. Yeah. Um, that was the fucking smart one to go for the Johnnies and the Euros like people were robbing fucking point glasses and there was we went in when, it, when everything was gone but there was like uh, trays of gone off BPM it's, that's still going that drink isn't it BPM yeah I think so it's yeah. just a fucking energy drink but there was stag cider and it was gone off by like years stag cider yeah, yeah. and uh, Woody's remember the frog on the on the front of it yep drank them all <laughs> One of, me, one of my first ever drinks was Woody's. We were, we were all on, on a, a football trip in a, in Sheffield with Rivermount. And there was myself and two or three lads from my old team put onto this team. And it was like a team building thing that we were, we were sent on this trip with them. 
But the outfit that walked in the hotel in Sheffield, he was a little granddad going down, he was like a porter and he was cleaning all the pictures in the hallway, dusting them off and he went down and bought us all the gaggle. No way. And yeah, and he got us all the head off your alcohol pops as well, like. But uh, uh we were only kids we were, but it was it was a good old trip away that the gargle with the outlet like we we took a chance. We put all the money together, he could have just kept it and told us the fuck off. I mean, who were we gonna tell? You know what I mean? At the yeah. time. <laughs> the managers would have went fucking ape. Drinking as fucking kids, fuck. Done it. I I got into a habit of doing it every single weekend. One of my aunties would uh boys drink every Friday or Saturday and we used to get at the start it was cans of Stonehouse, then they had a uh, Seven bottles of silver, WKD, for a tenner. It was just clear, like... Seven for a tenner. Yeah, seven for a tenner. You fucking twisted on bottle four. Twisted. We we used to go to park at my house, right? But we used to walk the village to go to the, the Jolly or Malloy's, and we'd, ask, we'd be asking some randomers to go in for us. But nine times out of ten, walking from the Jolly or the Malloy's back to the park, you were pulled in by the police. It was yeah. ten of us walking up to all the bags of drink. And he used to fucking take it, naturally. Cunts. So... What we used to do was we were dead. We we got this outlet that was a hackney driver, and we yeah, used to go them, we used to go to the hackney office, and ring him or get the girl in the out to ring him. He'd come and pick us up, bring us the awful, drop us in, and he'd drop us up the park or drop us wherever we were going. And you never got stopped then, you know. Same bloke yeah. every time. But uh, I remember one time we went down and we asked him, and the girl on the phone must have said something along the lines of, "Here, Joe or whatever his fucking name was." You've uh, it's a couple of lads down here looking for you. Well, he ran in the door about twenty minutes later with a fucking hammer. How the he thought like there's lads there to burst and It was just us <laughs> waiting on him to go to the office. Ready to go on his own. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Was that the little the little checkers down that down little office there? Yeah. Sat in there many times, locked, and the one up at fucking the snuff box, the little couch in it as well. The snuff box. There was a little cab office up there. Co-op was it? Up yeah, there? there's one facing the shamrock as well for a while, and you could walk through the back of the shilling through. Yeah, yeah, that was the, that's checkers, isn't it? Yeah, but we don't know whether it's the same one. Like, it's the same one that was down. You used to hill. walk through that little gap where that skip full of like fucking windows does be. At the, in the rear and yeah, yeah, yeah. walking into the back of the cab office. Yeah, that's right, man. I forgot all about that. It was a little stinking couch and it'd be sitting on it locked, waiting on a taxi. <laughs> Only fucking 17 or 18. Fucking gas, man. We're a half an hour in. Yeah. We keep going. It's up to you, bud. I'll take a break if you want. Right, hold on. I'll do this. Uh, uh. Oh, yeah. Uh. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah! Right. <laughs> Suppose since you're the guest, I should ask you some stuff and get your opinions on stuff, maybe. Yeah. Lockdown, coronavirus. How did it affect you? How did you. Did, 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 tell me how you feel now compared to like the first level five lockdown, everything in between. How I feel now? Everything. Just tell me whatever way you want to fucking. Um. I said to a woman the other day that my son wasn't born in a lockdown. I said, I think he was conceived in a lockdown, huh? but he wasn't born in one. And she says, when was he born? And I says, January. She goes, yeah, we were in a fucking lockdown then. And I says, oh, yeah, but I was walking. So I, I, I didn't see it mm-hmm. for, for, through the same eyes as everybody else because I was back walking and obviously I had a different perspective on it. Initially, though, it was a, I didn't want to believe it and even up until the day before the cap I showed me and me missus was sitting in and me and Jen was having a few points up all night 
and we were sitting there blazed and she wanted to go home and I was like no 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 come on this as much as I was saying this pub could be closed tomorrow deep down I didn't believe it I thought this is a load of bollocks they're not closing down the whole country because of some shit that's going on and then when it actually did happen it took a good couple of weeks to kind of take it on board and uh, Jesus like it's just as well we had a, a house we weren't living in it we had a lot of stuff to do in it so we kind of got cracking on that hoping it would blow over and then when it didn't start drinking a bit more, partying a bit more and just basically not giving as much of a fuck, feeling like a bit lost, I suppose. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But seeing, seeing the pubs opening back up and seeing just a bit of life back in people going out and especially the older people like that may live alone or, and you see the little helpless and they're waiting on the shamrock or the, the not the drake, for fuck's sake, readings and all is open now for all these older people that all they have is their few points. Seeing them being able to go back and do shit, shit is like, yeah, it's a bit heartwarming, I suppose. And just the, people like kind of not being as uptight as they were. Everybody was frightened to fuck, and I think people are just starting to really go back to normal. And it's 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 good, but it, it, it has been a heavy couple of fucking months. It was so weird, wasn't it? Like, it was yeah. actually just so weird, and everyone was in the same boat. Yeah, you, you know, like. When, when stuff like that happens I think you look to other people or no stronger people or older people and mm. be, like your, your parents or you know an, an uncle that you're fond of or whatever and when you see them a bit lost too it starts to go right this is fucking real here <laughs> you know when you, like obviously being I'm 25 now in a couple of weeks time but even still like you know my dad's there and I'm looking at him and he looked a bit I remember him shaking his head looking at the, the figures on the news and all, but I still wasn't buying all that bollocks either. As much as I know people have died and and people are dead, genuinely getting sick, I thought the numbers were fairly inflated, so I I don't know. It was just It really it really made me see how fragile society actually is. You know? Because you're just under this this veil, this illusion that everything's fucking safe. The police come and you ring them and people all fucking respect each other and, and it's all good. But if lockdown or something if, if something went really bad, like anarchy would fucking ensue pretty quickly. You know? And when everyone couldn't go out, it was like oh, we we just have to sit tight here, nobody going mad, don't start looting or nothing just yet, you know? Yeah. We was waiting on shit to happen and like stuff like I said to you earlier. Uh, stuff that I never thought about before and stuff that I never gave a second thought that that wouldn't have bothered me in the slightest would have me jumping six feet in the fucking air now like terrified you know because like you yeah. said that veil we're, we're guilty of hiding behind it ourselves I mm -hmm. think even though we're aware of it I think we like it's it's a it's a place where you, you're not hiding the switch but you're, you're happy enough to just stay there and it's 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 handy, you know what I mean. Yeah, everyone's a fucking Karen to a certain extent. Everyone wants to follow the rules, and as soon as somebody's breaking the rules on the other side of the road, nothing even got to do with you. You're like, hey, no, 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 don't do that. You know, it's it's just mad that people are getting straight back into it. I'm on the roads all the time, and people are still just selfish fucking cunts baiting around the place. It didn't fucking last long. I'd hear the American podcasters talking about it felt like at the start of the pandemic everyone was all together and looking after each other yeah. real fucking solemn. They were saying it was exactly like after 9-11 for them. 
the day after, the week after, the month after 9-11, everyone was just fucking utter respect for each other, especially in New York, you know, because yeah. such serious shit went down. Everyone realised we're in this together and they got the kind of same feeling from the pandemic, yeah. you know, but it quickly went to shit. When that uh, chap was fucking knelt on by that copper, like that fucking George Floyd thing, it just kicked off over there. We're in Ireland looking at them wrecking the place, squad cars on fire and all. Yeah. You know, so it just makes you realise, fuck, this this could go fucking mad. There's enough, there's enough mad cunts out there to to get shit going. Yeah, like we are told that we are we are doing a good thing by staying at home and and the whole lot. And there, like, there's only so much everybody's willing to do that. And like, even if you even if you're one of those people that hadn't got a lot of money and wasn't able to travel or wasn't, just being told you can't is enough to drive some. People mm-hmm. off the fucking rocker, you know what I mean? Even if you're, even if you're one of those people that wouldn't have been able to, and anyway, yeah, you know what I mean. You, you're just being, you're being told, and you're being told in a nice way. And then, people that you know in all your life, you start to become an inconvenience to them because you're going against the grain. Yeah, that fucking. Uh, We're all doing this. You're the only one that's been a prick. <laughs> yeah, I didn't give a fuck from the start, and I didn't give a fuck when anyone thought, to be honest. And you know, somebody can call me out for that now, and I don't give a fuck. Oh, you know, I didn't. Do, I didn't follow the rules at all, and I didn't give a shit. And, but, and I don't care now. That's now. There's probably people out there, you know, who were really affected by it. They lost somebody, oh, geez, and yeah. they're going. Yeah, it's because of people like you. But I just, I didn't go fucking. Go around high five and everybody, but I was going out cycling past me fucking five k, and kind of just doing whatever I wanted, but not affecting anyone else. Yeah, you know and you, I mean? you were getting some peace of mind from that, like you know I'm doing what I want here, but then you're not, you're not going out of your way to to fuck up on anybody's definitely not day either. But like, what but even that was enough to be judged. Sorry to cut across you, that was enough to be fucking getting judged by other people. I could feel it with some of the fucking lads and some of my family. Like, you know didn't, what I mean? Didn't stop you making all your videos. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck? out at the beach, <laughs> driving yeah. through Darndale, which yeah. is a, which is a hazard in itself. That was the only time I was going to cycle through fucking Darndale. <laughs> fuck me. Fastest thing I ever seen you. So we go. <laughs> I cycle across more patches of melted wheelie bins than road. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise that there's a park between Darndale and the back of a traveller site. Yeah, that yeah. park is heavy, man. Yeah. I was cycling across all different colours of glass, going literally saying out loud, "Please don't get a puncture." Yeah, you don't wouldn't. You wouldn't have been. You wouldn't. You wouldn't last as long just wheeling your bike through there, man. <laughs> then I see two two boards, two kind of uh, two kind of down and out boards walking a turtle in the same park. <laughs> Not a turtle, a tortoise. I had feet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Back to what you were saying about uh, the, the the start of the pandemic, right? Really quickly, uh, we were in a sense. I don't want to say we were all blessed, but the majority of us that are still here now that didn't weren't affected by it directly. Mm-hmm. We are blessed with the weather, right? Because we, I, right, I yeah. was, I had my house like, and I just got it, and we hadn't moved in I was a bit terrified like oh here I am new gaff and I can't even fucking pay for it now after being let go of my job but the the PUP or whatever the fuck kicked in and, and I was owed some backdated money from my job and that kind of kept me going for a couple of months so I was able to pay the mortgage and stuff but more so than anything else the weather we were outside in the garden painting and new, we were new on the road so people were stopping in with us and they were, they were greeting us from, from a di- safe distance of course mm. and then obviously Paddy on the road started the old bingo and that turned into like a, that was a whole summer of just 
everybody in Gally's garden when he'd cut the grass and there was a hundred people in the garden Dead. all different crews and families all getting lit loads of great memories from a bad situation yeah. and it, in one way yeah it was horrible but it was great to see what kind of goodness we could do together out of it like I mean we were all partying until 3 and 4 in the morning on the road with the music playing and no one gave a bollocks there was no neighbours out giving out because half of them were out with us you know that way and, and there was nothing to do the next day yeah there was nothing on yeah. you could do it the next night if you wanted yeah. there was no end in sight it was just kind of Free buzz. I had a fucking great time. Yeah, actually. that 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 that, that was like, that was the being in it together for me. Like you know, staying in and being together. No, being out in Gally's garden with a rake of people from around the road, <laughs> all the mad fuckers you know, all the lads you know, all uh, just you were well fucking shirt and smokes, smokes, <laughs> darts, cans. <laughs> Giants, <laughs> Johnny's. I mean, <laughs> no one wears them. <laughs> oh, fucking brilliant! But also dodgy. I remember thinking at the time, them mad bastards over there. I know he was doing whatever I wanted, but I was thinking them mad cunts over there, not giving a fuck. But here, you all got away with it. Like in hindsight, it's like yeah, you done nothing wrong. At the time, it's like. Fuck Risking everyone's lives, you know. Yeah. We know exactly true, but nothing fucking happened. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're slowly coming over, aren't we? Everything's opening back up on the twenty second, they say, and you mightn't even need a passport or whatever the fuck to go into a certain place. So, I'm, 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 I'm probably still gonna, I'm probably still gonna avoid a lot of these places because you don't want to be getting in. You know what I mean? But like, we'll still. The fact, you, like I said, if if you know you're able to do these things now. It's another little load off your mind because if you have a type of person that doesn't like being told, now you're being told you can. So even if you don't go and frequent these places, just knowing in the back of your mind, do you know what? If I wanted to go to Reardon's or the Capit or somewhere without being impeded, I can. Yeah. And that's enough to kind of make you. I couldn't give a bollocks bit. about showing the QR code. I'm, I got fully vaccinated and yeah. I couldn't give a fuck. We've a few. We've a few there. <laughs> Lending them off people. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of the the vaccine and. Uh, it's probably a bit of a what would you call it hypocrisy but I I allowed my son to get it who was not 18 but he's 17 and he wanted it his, his ma was bringing him she wanted him to get it she got it so it was like I can be a, a prick here and say look I'm not saying it's wrong to get it I'm just saying oh, I don't want to put it in my body you know what I mean hold on you didn't get it no did you not you're not gonna I don't think so right did you yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. How'd you feel after? Sore arm. That was it for you the did, day. That was you it. didn't get. Oh, did you get the two of them? Or the, just the first one? And yeah. Another way, some people get the one jab and it does them, but you can get one where you have to get two. No, I got the Pfizer, yeah. Got the, got the two. All good. You know what I mean? I couldn't give a bollocks. It's like, I don't know. I trust it. And there'll be people saying you're going to fucking. Oh, Jesus, I'm not even going to get into any fucking conspiracy theorist bullshit because they're having a fucking breeze. Like. No, look, I think. Like, a lot of people's mental health would have been affected with the pandemic, right? So, if you were a person that was anyway, like, say, f- anxious or anything like that, which I am, I have been, <laughs> I, something I'm a bit sceptical of, if I got that put in me, I, I don't need worry about it. So I feel, if I'm okay without it, just leave me be. Do you know that kind like of Like, if you had a fucking a migraine or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'd be blaming it on that and right. just constantly worrying, why did I let them put that in me? This is this, and, do you know what I mean? And, 
I'd rather just I haven't even thought about it sort of no. and when I was getting it I went I'm not going to get side effects I was just like I'm going to be granted and I, I was we, we trained with a lad uh, he's a builder his daughter's a scientist and he told me on the Tuesday he was late to the class because he was off getting his vaccine and the next time he came up was the day he got his vaccine he wasn't late for the class but both times that he got his vaccine he was training that evening and his daughter told him yeah best thing to do because like yeah people get a sore arm because they go home and sit mobile like on the chair watching a film or whatever and their arm just gets sore she says like you're going in your, your, your blood's flowing and Everybody's blood is flowing, obviously, but I'm saying... I think any intramuscular injection is going to hurt your fucking muscle. Mm. Maybe you can just push fucking through and, and, and exercise, I'm sure. But his, his daughter it was adamant that like 90% of the population get it. And he was just telling me, Jay, just get it. You know, it's like... Uh, it's like you've been vaccinated your whole life for all these different things. This is just one of them. And you've just lived through it. Whereas you, you're probably a baby getting s- several of these vaccinations. You weren't aware where you were getting them, but you were just told you're getting them in school and you got them. And look at you now, Luke. What about travel? Uh, how, how, do you, how do you mean? What are you going to do? PCRs? Yeah, look, I mean, you know, if any time we get to talk about it, I talk about it. Vegas, I love Vegas. Yeah. Uh, I love hearing about it. It's it's me the spot like you know I just love going and I believe I never get to go as as far as it goes I'll never get to go again unless I get the vaccine. That's probably the only thing that would convince me to get it. But uh, look, I'll just I'll just wait it out and see. And PCR could be another year anyway. So you'll see if people start dropping off or are just weird adverse effects like so. Yeah, that's that's. And if you get one a year from now. They're got, the ones they'll have a year from now are going to be the Mark Two or Mark Three version. They're going to be better, aren't they? Yeah, I hope so. Well, I hope everybody that got it, like obviously, is going to be alright too. But I hope these come, like they come to some sort of arrangement where, you know, we have to just fucking live with it, and that's it. And travel can resume, and mm-hmm. with with several restrictions, but not so much that you can't go to certain places. But I mean, we friends there, mutual friends and family, like members. Your, your mom even she was away. Do you know what I mean? For how long? And, yeah. Yeah, you know no I mean? bother. Probably, is she vaccinated? Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose that's that's why. But I've, I know, no, Shane Brown, or he's not, and he's been away and he's got his PCR tests and he's had several decent holidays. You know him for the you holidays. You can do it, like yeah, I do know him for the fucking holidays. <laughs> but uh, yeah, PCRs that that'll do it. You know, um, it's antigen tests for other places which are just like twenty nine euro. Do you do them up in fucking in industrial state up in Ballykiln or something? But um, yeah. Look, I mean, it's fucked, fucked a lot of people up as regards travel. Look, I mean, I, I obviously, I'm, I've been, I'd have been very enthusiastic about going away, and but you know yourself, I've just had a, a kid there a couple of months back. He's nine, nine months old now, so that would have restricted me in anyway. Yeah. So, like I said, with the gaff, we were blessed in the sense that we had so much work to do that I took our minds off the, the current thing, and then when the baby came along, you have just no time to fucking think. So, I probably got off a lot lighter than if a lot of people that had literally nothing to do and were let go out of jobs and do you know what I mean mm-hmm. that weren't as say resourceful as yourself that was going out training and doing things there was a, you know that type of way so I, I don't know the fucking end of some people people just got to the end of their fucking tether didn't they like yeah it was well, horrible really fun. I'd say just be like i tell you one thing my fucking drinking went up same Uh I was away for a fucking month Jordan do you know what I mean I went in the middle of it from April April into May and then I came back and where did you go again Spain in my car 
Speak, when you're done the, the, yeah the camping yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah actually, that's fucking, it man that was class for the full and that was April fucking this year so that was in the middle of it but I, when I came back from that I just ramped up the fucking drink and even fucking more no it was the initial lockdown that started and it was just always there was, everyone I was talking to was like listen give yourself a break have the beer have the burgers where's your shoes <laughs> <laughs> Where's your mask? <laughs> On me mask. <laughs> but uh, that's her all. I was like, just, you know, give yourself a break. Don't give yourself a heart. Don't. Everyone's going through this. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm going to look yeah. after yeah, myself. The, the little devil on your shoulder telling you, just keep drinking, man. Devil's on both shoulders, man. Yeah. One, was for, one was for a drink, one was for a takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> class <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I want to go back to that actually like your your videos and all from, from Spain actually yeah like the, the, the vineyards you were in and you're swirling the wine uh. watching them <laughs> just gave you a little bit of, like a glimmer of hope as well so like you just had to wait well, for you to watch that look. to watch that oh. and to be able to say to yourself you know I'm going to get to go away too and mm. uh, eventually barring any accidents or any ill fucking will I'll, I'll, I'll be over for a city game at Lee or I'll, yeah. be, I'll be away somewhere with the lads or else a couple of couples might do something together but you know like it's 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 felt a bit normal for me for a, for a lot longer because I've been back to work and being back and walking walking in places like Dunes and all and which are always busy it's just when you come into the smaller places and you you can't go in without your mask and there's a fella on the door and there's a, there's all this tape up so this it's because it's, it's the inconsistency isn't it like it was it was a universal all the way around it'd be all good and then you just get some cunts with an attitude I was down in the fucking garage down in Wicklow there a while ago I uh, was leaving and I was standing at the counter waiting on the girl behind the desk and this outflow walked up behind me and passed me behind the counter and went will you put on your mask oh no he said where's your mask and I went where's yours he had no mask on <laughs> he went in behind the counter he went none of your fucking business I went, who the fuck are you talking to? It was about half six in the morning. I said, who the fuck are you talking to? He said, ah, go on, get out there, you, will you? I said, there's no need to be talking to me like that. I don't deserve that. I said, you've no mask on anyways. Neither do I. That's that. Yeah. And he was he was, he was, he was hunched over. He was about fucking, he was, like my height, he was a big fucker, but he was all hunched over. Grumpy old cunt. Telling yeah. people to put on a mask and he's not wearing one. He hasn't got one on him. What's he expecting? That's the, like some help that turned around to me. I was standing behind him on me break and I, I, I'd actually I'd actually let two women go before me at the deli out in Dunn's in Swords so I was feeling like not not good about myself but I was like do you know what I mean I was in a good enough mood like, hey, you just go ahead there you was waiting longer blah blah I'm only getting a roll blah blah and I got to the the tilts and this man was standing in front of me and oh, he was a good distance away and he still turned around and told me to move he told me to move back <laughs> no I had my mask on he had his mask on but he told me to move back and I was like what? He said, move back. I said, you move forward. He said, move back, you're standing too close to me. And like, well, I wasn't, I couldn't reach out and touch this person, you know what I mean? There's only some, but like, he's talking millimetres. So if I'd admit, if I'd took one step back, that would have sufficed, you know what I mean? He was just being a fucking pleb. So do you know what I'd done? I stepped two or three people back and I let a couple of women go ahead of me in that queue because I wanted to just fuck everything I had in my hands at his head you don't know what people have going on and I don't mean current situations in their life what's, what they're going through I just mean like OCD or some type of fucking disorder something that just their mind won't let them drop like if he didn't say that to you that would have been niggling you know, at him yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
had to say it, yeah, even though he, he probably didn't want the consequences or that. Sense of power or something. Look, I stand there like in walk. You know what I mean? So obviously I wasn't being confrontational. And anyway, I, I was actually wasn't minding him when he first said it. I looked up and I went, "What?" He says, "Move back," and I was like, "I thought it was back far enough." Do you know that way? He says, "You move forward." He says, "Will you move back? You're standing too close to me." I was like, "For fuck's sake!" Well, things like that now. Just cough on his neck. Spaff uh, <laughs> on his neck. The dirty cunt. <laughs> I've seen a video of the black fella in like Walmart. He's walking up behind people, going, "Ah, uh, it's <laughs> a stage, though." Oh, no, he I does, don't he, think so. He doesn't get a dig off one of them. I know because they're all fucking shitting off him. You don't know what to make of the head, and he's a big fucking sleepy slouch, isn't he? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? Who are you? That helpless fucking gas. Oh man, fuck. Cheeky Conte on uh, prank videos in the middle of the pandy as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, breathing on people. God bless him. Fuck's sake. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I think we should mention we're sitting at the the old airport there, and I can see uh, direct the- directly up <laughs> Terminal Two. Uh, <laughs> can you see? No. The lights there. Like, I know they're going like in a straight line back towards that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's T2, isn't it? Yeah, on the ver- the yeah. last build on the right, yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't wait to be just going in there again. And do you know what? Restric- yeah. Restrictions and all won't put me off the whole... Remember me and you? We were in town there a couple of couple of months back. Just went in for a burger. And everybody was sitting outside. The head on you, man. Looking at got, you sitting there. Yeah, you like, just looking left and right, got, smiling we, the whole time. We got time. a bottle of Peroni with me burger and... Just looking at everybody out and being on a good buzz, it was just that's what we've been missing. You know what I mean? We're we're getting we're getting back there again. And look, obviously it's it's another test coming up with the with the cold weather. So a, a lot of the yeah the outdoor shit is gonna be gone. But it the fucking Florida season is gonna be back. Like people missed yeah. out on the last year. Like hospitals are gonna be fucking crippled with that shit as well. You know. Mm-hmm. But fuck. Looking at Terminal 2 there, I sat at the very end of that terminal and finished uh, Game of Thrones up to where it is now because the fat cunt of an author hasn't finished the last two books. <laughs> but that was fucking donkeys go, that was in like 2011 or something. You finished the books? Yeah, the yeah. fifth book. The la- I just read the part like he never felt the fortnight where Jon Snow gets stabbed. Remember, that's the yeah. last thing you read in the books. Like, oh, so then, everything then, else after that was yeah, the made ad- it. Yeah, mm. you made it up. Yeah. Yes, you, you can tell with the last season of it. Up to that point, it was lethal, wasn't it? Yeah, the last season was fucking terrible. Yeah, I, I can, I still watch all the, all the things, Tyrion's best bits and all, you know, and yeah. him and Bronze best bits, or him and uh, Varys's best bits together. Like they had some, Giving some each other abuse. Yeah, my gosh. Do you think? Do you lie awake at night thinking about my gosh? Sansa, hate that fucking cunt. Have you watched the King? Lord Baelish. <laughs> what a bent queen <laughs> <laughs> I remember you when you were a child <laughs> chaos is a ladder <laughs> and then his voice is completely different than the next scene Tosspot uh, what a bent queer <laughs> <laughs> oh hey Aiden Gillen he's a fucking toolbox he's little finger in every role yeah I, I like him in uh, Kane yeah he's, he's actually gay in, in Kane you were telling me he's in that he's, is he he's, yeah. in, he's in the back of the car getting noshed off by, <laughs> by, by one of the barmen out of the pub he's drinking in he's only a young flit as well 
Oh, for fuck's sake. Queer nice. as folk. I'm going to have to check it out. People are going on about it for being watching that fucking squid game, man. I'm on episode seven and I'm loving it. I'm gonna give that a watch. Can't drop any spoilers for people, but it's fucking, it's trippy, dystopian, battle royale, hunger games type mad shit. But it's fucking brilliant. The Koreans have the sauce, I think. As in? How to make movies and you have actors and how to fucking write movies, you and know? And is, there a, is, is it all subtitled and all? Um, you, you can, can pick be... you can pick dubbed the fuck the American dubbing like it, it, it it's crap isn't it it's crap it's so fucking <laughs> fake and overdone and the Korean Korean sounds deadly and it's way more serious way more I'm dark wi- and scary don't mind reading subtitles no neither do I there was this, this m- Narcos kind of got me it was just like obviously I don't know, there was just a lot sometimes loads of shit beyond down it's like this is loads of words to read I, here. I'm I missing out didn't, I didn't mind missing out on a lot of the shit because I wasn't that drawn in by it but then because you have it there on Netflix or whatever you can go back you know what I mean and I've been going back I've I've, I've, I've done that I was twice now and uh, and Mexico as well I enjoyed that one but there was this film that we all used to talk about years ago called City of God and uh, it's about the slums in Real. The, the favelas yeah. yeah and a lot of people wouldn't bother the bollocks with it because of subtitles but when you actually I remember I rented it out on a Saturday night and tried to watch it with uh, Leah's ma and she was no this is shite no blah 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 blah. so we didn't watch it and before I had to return to the extra vision the next day I brought it off the steals and we sat in his room and watched it and we watched it fully and it was fucking brilliant and I've watched it countless times since really it's a classic rewatchable ah well it's dead. brilliant right I'm having it I've never seen it and I've, I've never heard that that level of a review so I'm it's, gonna have it's it. about a, a, f- a young fella that lives in the favelas a little black young fella isn't he yeah. like, just thinking of the picture of him with the revolver he wants to be a, a journalist right right but because a lot of the journalists and the, the photographers are afraid to go into the favelas because they've been attacked before or killed even this young fella has grown up in the favelas and they all know him so he gets the best photos and he kind of walks his way up the, the top but you also get the, the favela side of things as well really a man little little Z or little Z whatever way you pronounce it he's a sick bastard since he's a kid and it's, uh, it follows him around as well it's fucking good Class. you need to watch it gonna check it out it's always highly rated and all isn't it when you, do you ever just go on to like IMDB top rated movies or whatever yeah. it's always in there Ciudad de Deus good what's that see you've got is it is that in Portuguese yeah yeah it says it on the it says it on the thing like on the the Deus God I think so Dio was God yeah so Deus it's Dio as well it's weird isn't it there you go Um, except for one thing the chump ain't real (laughs) 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 of all subtitled movies well I, I haven't seen that but Apocalypse that was fucking deadly isn't it it's so good that my fire stick has it, a version of it with no subtitles on it, and I still sat and watched the whole fucking lot of it. It's rad. Uh, Apocalypse? Or you didn't? You did, couldn't understand the no. ancient Mayan or whatever. Well, you probably would have known from watching it before, like some of it. It didn't matter to me. It was Saturday morning. It was oh, pissing. Lack. It was pit. What's that? Almost. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was pissing rain. It, on Saturday morning and I was there with the baby he was at the change and his nappy putting him back to sleep and I was just sitting there jamming still in bed I said fuck this I'll stick on Apocalypto but it became 
apparent straight away I didn't know subtitles right. but I didn't care I just left it on and watched the whole lot of it the opening scene is so good with the big taper yoke running around the fucking like the anti-air motherfucker yeah. and, and the bone spinning through the air they yeah, make your man put the, the thing on his balls they say it gives him magic powers or yeah. whatever the fuck it's like fucking Vicks or and, so. and your woman has it in her mouth and on her gear and his bits falling around on the ground laughing yeah. and his mother-in-law is baiting him because he can't get it he starts laughing as well ah, you end up loving that fat dude don't you yeah Nah, it's bad, isn't it? Like, but it's fucking, it's yeah. it's a sh- it's shit hot. Book, yeah. When he kind of gets back up, when he gets taken out in the sand, he trips up your man, doesn't he? It's a brilliant film. Brilliant, brilliant. Mel Gibson knows how to. Very, I remember movie. I was sitting down to watch it one evening and just I, I rang. I think it was my dad had Leah says, "Yeah, look, I'll be down a bit weirdo had it on." And I just that scene where they all get the camp gets invaded, man. That's a scary scene. Your man gets pulled through the wall, he slips in like a fucking like a, a noose, like you yeah. know the old for catching dogs. Yeah. Slips it around his head and just pulls him through the it's wall. The way the, it's the way they're treated as well, like they're just tossed aside like in a The baby just picked up by the leg. Yeah. Fucked up, isn't yeah. it? Scary stuff, but yeah. uh, it's a uh, good one. Very good. Start to finish, excellent. Apocalypto. There's a few other ones. Das Boot is a great movie. Never the, seen it. The submarine movie. It's in German. And um, Ah Profit, it's called. It's like a fucking French Muslim. You know what I'm Profit or Profit, whatever. It's the Prophet in fucking French. And he's in a French prison. But I've never watched it all the way through. I gave it a bash years ago and fell asleep. Just never went back to it. So that's another one that's supposed to be class. You must check the movie. Subtitled movies. Fucking dorks. <laughs> Fuck, I'm gonna go with the pictures to see James Bond though. I wanna go see that, I wanna bring my little sister to see it. She's a mad uh, Bond fan. Becca. No way. Yeah, Becca loves James Bond. Like Especially your man out trains, but. Who? Shyman. You've got soap in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> so would she know all the old ones? Would she be like good at trivia, isn't she? I don't know about the old ones, but I, I brought her to see one years ago and uh, she's just liked it ever since. And uh, it's like a, it's it's a it's a little thing kind of you know what I mean like she'll always remind me if if the, when the new ones out I was actually meant to get tickets for us to go to see it tonight right. so I'll have to fill her in later on and tell her what I was doing you know and I could well, I couldn't go but uh, I'll no, listen to this I'll I'll bring her I'll bring her I'll definitely bring her one of the nights next week or something yeah yeah I'm gonna check it out I wanna go see thing the many saints of Newark. Will I get spoilers for The Sopranos in it? Like, is it possible? Mm, don't know. Because I'm only on, I'm only into it season three, like, at the minute. It is a prequel, so it's literally just how I'll, like, it's, how, I don't know, like, I'm hearing mixed reviews. Fove didn't like it, and Eddie held the job. Eddie thought it was a bit of shit, but Eddie thinks it was, like, they went around every character in the yoke and gave you a background story on them, more or less. He thinks there's going to be another one. Because there wasn't enough in the one that's on now, you know what I mean? It's like they can't just leave it like that, there has to be more. So, right, we'll check it out. But no, I doubt there'll be spoilers in it, you know what I mean? Because like it was done years after the, the actual show ended, and it's a prequel, you know. I have that so it's that fucking James Bond and another movie Dylan that's coming out but I haven't made the pictures in ages and I just want to go for them nachos and have yeah, a just, 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 to, just to be in the Jesus pictures yeah Yeah, and the social distance and not sitting beside a stranger and sharing a fucking armrest and a drink all that, is, that I hate that man <laughs> hate. I'd rather not go to cinema if I had to do that every time 
Oh yeah. I wouldn't know. Yeah. I want to go see the many saints. I told one or two of the lads we'd go. Like no lads that have mandate. Yeah. Lads have watched the Sopranos with and like we discuss it still to this day, like the fucking fourteen, fourteen years after it ended. It's crazy. <laughs> Do you ever uh do you ever grew up to Ant in the picture house <laughs> years ago? Like, do you ever fucking meet any boards of Ant in there? Yeah. Everyone did, yeah. I think. It was, uh, I was, uh, like, it was the thing to do, wasn't yeah. it? Like, you know what I mean? Big dark room. Yeah. That's, that's all you did, you know what I mean? You wouldn't be, you wouldn't be bound on anybody in the pictures. <laughs> the majority of films you were in kissing boards in was full of guns. <laughs> hating the cags and all that and the boats <laughs> full of cunts <laughs> I'd say there's been some clean ups pulling, pulling your cags down your ankles just to get a tongue <laughs> just <laughs> just standing up facing the screen <laughs> oh, polishing the rifle <laughs> right fuck that's another half an hour will we leave it at that We'll do another one another time. Maybe we'll get a gaff to see you next time. But uh, it's been good, man. Yeah. Sound. 100% good. Good luck to you.